episode 20 of the Read Between Podcast, the improvised storytelling podcast where we take the internet's weirdest suggestions, turn them into weird, wacky, and crazy stories through the power of improv. I'm one of your co-hosts, Evan. I'm your other co-host, Lynn. We are here, episode 20. Back Woo! on the couch. Back, back on, on the, the couch. couch. Yeah, back <laughs> on the couch. Back on the couch for another episode of Read Between. Uh, this week also being another short episode. Yes. Uh, we had... A blast with last week's episode with Dan Marr. Mm-hmm. If you have not checked that episode out, please go check it out because yes. that was one of the funniest episodes we've done so in far a while. in a while. That Homeward Bound reboot was great. <laughs> it was great. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be a short episode. We also have Nostalgia Cops coming out this Friday. Yes. So, so um, you got a double dose of Evan and Lynn this week. Heck yeah, and that's like an hour fifteen minutes. Yeah, that's that's a long one too. So. I think one episode or one story will be fine for you guys this week. You'll, yeah. you'll be fine. We'll make sure it's real good for you. We're going to make sure it's a good episode for you. Yeah. And also next week you get another guest. Oh, snap. What the heck? You get another guest next week. Yes. Next week you get Dan Mars' wife. Holy smokes. Holy crap. Elizabeth Wiggins will be with us next week. That was such a fun episode to record. Yes. You'll get to hear that story, those stories. That was so much fun. It actually was supposed to come out a week ago. So, actually, the thing... Yeah, we're, we're a little behind we're on a little, our timeline. a little behind, because uh, one of the things we talked about... Uh, well, the break thing we talked about during that time was actually supposed to happen today. It was... The the thing we talked... They'll, they'll hear next week. Oh. Today is William Shakespeare's birthday. I will say that. Oh, right. Yeah. We'll make sure to put happy, an editor's note in next week's episode. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Shakespeare. We're going to give you another shout out next week. Yeah. We I give... totally forgot. I, I was looking at you like you were crazy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll just add in the word belated after every time we say happy birthday. Yeah, you can edit that episode. Happy then. belated birthday. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so this week is going to be a short episode this week. We're only going to tell one story. But it's still going to be good. We're going to make it as fun as we can for you guys. Um, and since last time we did this, Lynn was Lynn pulled a story from Not the Onion for us. This week, I'm going to use the book title generator from FantasyNameGenerators.com, and uh, it's going to help us pick out a story name to tell here for you guys, right here on the couch. So, Lynn, you know the genres pretty well from this website. Do you want to tell me what genre I should spit on first? Children. First? Children. All right. So one, two, three. Okay. This is this is interesting. So here, I'll read off some of the choices. You tell me which one you like. Mm-hmm. Brave at the Doctor. <laughs> giving with my father. <laughs> Water of Puzzles. What? I, I don't know. <laughs> toads and Little Dragons. <clears throat> Owls and Toads. Rabbit in the River. And Dragons of Miracles. The first one about the Doctor. Brave, brave at the, yeah, brave brave at at the, the Doctor. Okay. I like that one too. Uh, that's, that's very interesting. Something a child needs to be is Brave at the Doctor. I wasn't when I was a kid. No, I hate doctors, and I'm 24. I have white coat syndrome real bad. My yep. blood pressure goes up every time I go there. For real? Yeah, I get... That happens. I have, I sort of have a little bit of white coat syndrome. That's why it takes me forever when I go to donate blood. Really? Yeah, yeah. That, my I did heart, not know my that. heart rate, My heart rate will go up sometimes. Because it's just weird. It's just the white coat thing. I don't know. Mm. I get nervous, so... No, I hate doctors. I don't yeah. like going... I don't like being around them at all yeah but enough enough about our problems let's let's, (laughs) enough about our anxieties let's uh let's find another story title to choose from so uh pick another genre um horror horror i don't think we hit that one a lot no one two three okay so we have 
working at the convention. <laughs> so scary. That's so scary. Uh, cooks in the fog. Oh my god. Children in my street. <laughs> Visitor on my roof. <laughs> and uh, books in the mountain. I like cooks in the fog. Cooks in the fog. Yeah, okay. That's that's a lot to unpack. That's a that's a good one. That's an interesting one. All right, so. So we have Brave at the Doctor and Cooks in the Fog so far. Okay. All right, what's the last genre? Uh, nonfiction. Nonfiction. All right. One, two, three. Okay. So we have Paintings per Continent. <laughs> Horses and Queens. Oh, yes, Queen. Friends and Snakes. Uh, Majestic Time. Majestic Time. Uh, we also have Warriors per Continent. Horses of the Harvest, and Predators of the Hunt. I don't like any of these. Um, <laughs> let's just go with um, uh, Paintings Per Continent. Paintings Per Continent. All right. So our choices are Paintings Per Continent, Brave at the Doctor, or Cooks in the Fog. Which one of those do you Which like? Which one do you like? I, I kind of like Brave at the Doctor, but I'm cool with Cooks in the Fog. Too. I was about to say, I think I like Cooks in the Fog a Cooks little bit more. Cooks in the Fog? Okay. All right. That makes sense. All right, folks. Well, for your enjoyment today, we present to you Cooks in the Fog. Um, so, there were these two cooks mm-hmm. that just appeared out of nowhere one day mm-hmm. when the sleepy town of Sleepyton... Um, Sleepyton, Montana. Sleepyton, Sleepyton, Montana. Uh, one day when just some fog rolled in, just these two chefs in the middle of um, a nice... Uh, uh, Montana's not very wooded. So, like, in, in, on, on, the, uh, on the side of a street mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in, in the sleepy town of Sleepyton <laughs> um, did these two cooks just appear one day. Yeah. Um, one held a giant pot with a, and he had a wooden spoon in the other hand, mm-hmm. just mixing it the entire yeah. time. And the other had, uh, the other had like a small grill in his hand and just a spatula as he was just flipping, mm-hmm. flipping meats on it the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the most interesting part about all of this, in my opinion, is that, um, when they arrived, they never left and neither did mm-hmm. the fog. Okay. Sleepyton was just shrouded with fog. Yeah. From therefore. Yeah. And it, on. It turned it turned almost into sleepy Sleepyton Hollow if you think about it. Yeah. Because it, it was it was strange. It was just a meteorological phenomenon that nobody could explain. I mean, there were there was a whole crap team of meteorologists in Sleepyton mm-hmm. that wanted to figure out this figure out this phenomenon and why the fog wouldn't go away, mm-hmm. but they couldn't figure it out. They had yeah. no explanation for it. Mm-hmm. And um, whenever someone passed by these cooks in the fog. They would just shout at the pedestrians, "Get out of the kitchen! The hell are you doing in here? Get out of my kitchen!" Every single time, they weren't the most friendly of uh, cooks. No, they weren't. They, if you've ever seen, if you've ever watched an episode of Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay, they were Gordon Ramsay when a team has fucked up a set of scallops for the mm-hmm. third time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you see Gordon Ramsay turning red when he's yelling at somebody, these are how bad these chefs were. They were constantly beat red. Yeah. And when it ever came to themselves, it was yes less yelling and more bickering. Whereas if anyone else around them came around them, it was just insults. Yeah, 
if you came around in a, a granola bar, they'd slap it out of your hand and... What's that dusty, crusty mess you're eating? What yeah. the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. All and the then, time. And then they'd be... And then they'd start bickering with one. You know, you didn't have to be that mean. It's like, you know what? You, you're, not, you're being too mean to these people. <laughs> well, you overcooked the sauce last time. Yeah, well, you over-seasoned the burgers and I didn't say anything. Jack. Well, look, Carl. Doesn't matter. That sauce still tastes like shit. Well, you know what, Jack? You know what? Maybe next time... Don't overcook the steaks. They were a little rubbery. Did you taste that? Chewing a little too much, you got locked jaw now? Whose fault is that, Jack? Yeah, you know what? Nobody wants to drink a bowl of watery red sauce, Carl. Yeah, whatever, Jack. Whatever, Jack! So so Jack and Carl were uh were were at odds all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time at odds. You know, they could never they could never see eye to eye on their food on their food processes. Never. Never. And, and meanwhile, it's not like the food was bad. Mm-hmm. It's just the way they talked about it yeah. seemed like the food was bad. But but the interesting thing was Sleepy Tin. Sleepy Tin only had one restaurant in mm-hmm. the entire town. It was a very, very small town. Mm-hmm. But when they arrived, um, Carl and Jack, right, Jack? And yes. Jack and Carl took over the kitchen of this restaurant. Mm-hmm. And even though... They could only they were only walking around with, you know, the grill and the pot. When they had access to a full kitchen, they turned this into a five star restaurant. Yeah. They were throwing out things that people in this town had never even seen. While throwing insults. While throwing insults at the same time. Take this to table two. The girl with the red hair, she needs some fucking conditioner or some shit. Yeah. That's a lot of kinkiness going on. Yeah. <laughs> Take that to the guy at table seventeen. You know, he's got he's got glasses on, what he can't see without him. What hey, a nerd. Hey, this goes to table five. Um, can you tell the girl over there that there's no reason to wear turtlenecks anymore? Okay, it's not 1994. Take this to table 34. I just don't like the table number 34, so just take it over there. And Why just... the hell do we have a table number 34? God damn it. You know what, Carl? Stop. We, we, we had to have an even number of tables because you told us to. You told us that we had to have an even number of tables. And That's you, why there's 34. And you told us that we had to go up to 30, but we didn't need to go up to 30. We just needed to go up to, like, 15 or something. Hey, eight extra seats means 800 extra dollars a week. You know that. No. No, I don't, Jack. No, I don't, Jack. If we're fast enough, Jack, we won't need 30 seats, Jack. We're done with this conversation, Fuck Carl. you, Jack. Fuck you, Jack. Fuck. Fuck I'm, me. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck me. you. Fuck me. Fuck you, Carl. <laughs> And so people more or less came for the food and not the atmosphere. It was a, it was very much a dinner theater-esque experience for people in Sleepy Town. Yeah, like they would get their food and then these two would just start bickering and, and their ha- their heads would slowly turn towards the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and just stare in awe as these two uh, fully grown men argued as if they were a 70-year-old couple. Yeah. Um, just tired of their shit. Yeah. Every all the time, just tired of one another shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but but again, the interesting thing was the people of Sleepy Tin. They enjoyed the food, but they enjoyed these people more for some reason. They enjoyed their their issues and their suffering with one another. And it's it was it was a very it was a very strange thing because mm. these people in Sleepy Tin hadn't had like a very expensive restaurant like this, but they knew how they knew how people were, and they they knew that you know people in this town were not necessarily mean to one another everybody knew each other everybody knew (laughs) generations knew generations before them you know it's it was a town that everybody knew everybody and it was weird for people to get in arguments with one another Mm -hmm. so this was uncharted territory and very interesting and fun territory for them yeah yeah um 
Carl was so brave to at least try and be nice to people. Mm -hmm. So instead of, you know, when good old Sally would come by with her gross-ass granola bars, instead Mm -hmm. of knocking it out of her hand, he would just say, hey, your granola bars are, like, gross. Like, how long do you keep them before, like, eating them? And and try and give advice on how to make decent granola bars. Yeah, you should make your own instead of buying them at the store. They're just, they're... They're maybe a little more expensive, but you can make more at one time. They'll stay fresh, and you won't be leaving a trail of crumbs everywhere you go, Sally. We yeah. don't need to find you. We know where you are. Your yeah. crumbs tell us. <laughs> I know I know. you've been to Bob's house at least four times this week. Don't tell me there's nothing going on. I know there's something going on. You two would make a good couple, by the way. <laughs> and and Jack, um, he, he actually decided to start teaching, uh, teaching culinary arts at the local... Um, at the local community college in Sleepyton. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he, but he figured he needed to tone down his his rhetoric a little bit. He needed mm. to be a little more personable, a little more friendly. Gotcha. And instead of yelling at the people that were cooking in the kitchen, he, you know, tried to be constructive in his own way. You know, being very much like, you know, this sauce, this sauce does not taste good. Add some salt and pepper. You, you're doing all right. And then of course Carl would stop by just to just to see if he could get on on Jack's nerve and test himself and be like, "Yeah, don't take don't take sauce advice from Carl or from Jack. Um he he makes watery ass sauce like all the time." God damn it, Carl. All the fucking time. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to better myself, and you always have to get in the middle of it and stop me from being better. I'm testing you. This is a test. Yeah, you know, Are you passing the test, I think Jack? I'm pa- I think I'm passing my own personal really? test. Really? Because I think you're yelling at me, Jack. You know what? Get out of here. Get out of here, Carl. Fuck I, you, Jack. Fuck you, Carl. <laughs> I really like this dichotomy we've created between these two characters. They just fucking hate each other. Um, so while they tried to better themselves, they never tried to be better to one another. Yeah. Um, and even though uh, they fought so so much... As a team, they worked very well. They, they were made incredible. amazing food. But one day, Carl just had enough of Jack's shit and his watery-ass sauce. And, and when Jack um, asked Carl to take a taste of the sauce, Carl just wiped his mouth and shook his head at, at Jack and went, I'm done. I can't, I can't work with somebody who doesn't know how to make simple tomato sauce. I just, I don't know what's wrong with you, Jack, but yeah. I can't fix it. And then Carl walked out of the restaurant and... Hopped in the first car he found and left Sleepyton. Yeah. And half of the fog. Half of the fog. Half the fog rolled out of Sleepyton. Yeah. It was the first time they'd seen a peak of sun in months. Months. These people were fucking pale. Yeah. Just seeing the sun hurt their eyes to the point that some of them needed to get their retinas looked at and make sure that they were okay. (laughs) But also with this, um, since both of them weren't together, the quality of the food in Sleepyton dropped dramatically dramatic dramatically 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 it dropped so bad so it was, low it that was, they made a new word dramatic it, it was dramatic and drastic at the same yep. time yep so they created a new word yes hybrid of the word um so with with carl gone people started noticing the watery sauce and the rubbery steaks mm-hmm. people stopped showing up to jack's classes mm-hmm Jack even tried to pull a Carl and be nice to Susan on the street. And Susan went, I don't want, I don't want your help. I'll just eat my crusty, dusty. I'll just eat the chewy bars that I buy at the store. Yeah, I don't, I don't want your granola help. 
Um, and and Jack kind of went through a depression. Yeah. And when when Jack went through this depression, it started to rain more. Wow. And now Sleepyton not was only not now Sleepyton was not only foggy, but rainy mm-hmm. at the same time. And and after a while, Sleepyton started to turn into Seattle. Yeah, they actually had to like saw out the city of Sleepyton. <laughs> And move it to Washington State. They, they, they cut out the whole city, threw it on the back of a flatbed trailer. Yeah, and just drove it. Drove it to Washington State. Yeah. And they were like, oh, like, well, here's the ocean. We'll just put it next to it. And, uh, yeah. And and with, with Jack in Seattle now, he had no choice. Um, the, the rain just fell every day. Mm-hmm. People stopped going to his restaurants. People stopped going to his classes. Yeah. And then one day, he's sitting in the fog, and now he has the duty of not only working his tiny grill pan, but also stirring the watery sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, fog gets heavier all of a sudden. Yeah. And he's looking down, and he just sees very familiar shoes at right, right in front of him. And he looks up, and there's Carl. Carl always wore his camouflage Crocs whenever he was in the kitchen. And that was that was what Jack saw. Jack saw those camouflage Crocs and and he knew. He knew he knew to come back. He knew. And when when Jack looked up at Carl, he just nodded once and handed him the pot. And Carl went back to stirring. People started going back to the classes and the restaurants and and at first, Carl and Jack didn't talk to one another. Mm-hmm. At first, they just decided, let's just keep this mutual. Let's not let's not mess this up just yet. Let's keep it about the food, not yeah. about ourselves. Not about ourselves. Yeah. And, um, and when Jack started teaching again, it was almost as if he changed completely. Yeah. Not once did he yell. He gave very good constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Carl was uh, a life coach on the side. Yeah. Just nice to everyone. Hey, like your shoes look good yeah. keep wearing them buddy hey have you tried hot yoga feels good on the body keep doing yeah. them push-ups hey you look like you've lost some weight you look like you're doing great on that diet you know keep it going keep exercising stick with it you're gonna look great drink all your water man it's good to have water in your belly like all the time yeah. just keep doing the thing man yeah and uh and so yeah they were really they were doing well they were flourishing but it felt like something was missing. It felt like something was was not quite there between them. You know, everything else seemed to be going very well, but the two of them not talking mm. had left something on had left something unfinished. Yeah, them. and and after a while, it just seemed like Carl and Jack. Carl was tired of stirring the pot, and Jack was tired of manning the grill pan. So one day, Carl um, looked over at Jack. And he put one hand on the grill pan, and with the other, he handed the wooden spoon and the pot to Jack. And they switched places. And a smile formed on one of their, on both of their faces. Mm-hmm. And Carl started working the grill pan and just goes, fuck you, Jack. And then, then Jack says, fuck you, Carl. And they just worked in silence again. Yeah. Only talking to each other if needed be. Sometimes with the... With the good fuck you added in. Yep. But they just worked in peace. Yeah, you know. Pass me the pass me the basil for the marinara. 
Fuck you, Jack. Yeah. Fuck you, Carl. And that's just how it went. Yeah. And Sleepyton now sits right off the coast of the state of Washington as its own separate entity. Still with the best food. Still with the best food. And the best cooking classes. That you can find anywhere in the greater Seattle area. Yeah. The end? The end. I I think we wrapped this up pretty well. That was pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That was only like a 20 minute story. Yeah. But that was fun. That was cool. Yeah. Figured it's just like a little, little, little snack. Well, you get a little snack. A little little spicy snack. A little spicy snack. And you get, you get a little more of us later this week and next week, so. So you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. It's rare that we do this, like, short of an episode, but, yeah. but you know, we got so much content, hashtag, hashtag content, coming out this week. We do, actually. When, when Nostalgia Cops comes out, it, it tends to be, like, a lot of content at once. Yeah. So I think we'll be okay. Yeah. Um, and I think you guys will be fine. And, I mean, if, if you want more, listen to Nostalgia Cops. We're on everything. We're on, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. We're on... Those three things. Pinecast. We're on yeah. Pinecast. I gotta get us on YouTube. We'll get us on YouTube eventually. Yeah. Um, YouTube's just like... It's very time-consuming. We gotta make a new channel. Yeah. And then or we I just gotta... start up on the Read Between channel. We can. Then we have to change the name of Read Between to Read Between and Nostalgia Cops. Nah, you're right. Yeah. Damn. Damn, I'll, working the internet. I'll work on it. I just... I'm lazy. Eh, it's fine. I'm um, lazy, too. But yeah, so I mean, where can we find you if we don't want to be lazy? Uh, if you don't want to be lazy and you want to find some fun stuff, you can find me on Twitter at e underscore Williamson ninety three. Uh, I'm always posting gifts and silly stuff there uh, for you know for people's enjoyment. Um, if you also want to catch me on another uh, podcast this week, because yeah, there's more content with me. I know, crazy. Um, you can catch me on our good friend uh, James Anderson. Who, uh, who is a part of the uh, Mabim Bambino's podcasters group on Facebook, uh, who I've gotten to know pretty well over the past uh, over the past few uh, weeks and months and things like that. Uh, we he hosts a podcast called uh, Unabashedly Obsessed, I believe is the name of it, uh, and he has another podcast also called Blink and You'll Miss It, uh, which is a Blink One Eighty Two discography podcast where he's going through Blink One Eighty Two's entire discography with a new song every weekday. And I will be on my first episode of many in the series, uh, detailing the song Dogs Eating Dogs off of the EP uh, Dogs Eating Dogs. Uh, so James and I had a fun chat about that last week, and we'll get to hear that episode this week. I believe it comes out on Tuesday the 24th, I believe. Mm-hmm. I believe it comes out Tuesday the 24th. So look out for that. I'll be sure to post about it on Twitter. So if this is coming out Monday, it's coming out tomorrow. It's coming out tomorrow. Yes, correct. Great. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Ann Lynn, um, A-Y-N-N-E-L-N-N. Um, I, whenever I do anything on the internet, that's where I post it. So just like follow me on the internet and stuff. It's, it's a fun time. Yeah. Um, if you heard about, if you heard us talking about Nostalgia Cops, but you don't know what Nostalgia Cops is, we are on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we're on Facebook. Um, just type Nostalgia Cops in any of those social media outlets. You'll find us. We're the only people who have that name of Nostalgia Cops. Yes. Um, it's basically a podcast that we do where we watch, we rewatch old uh, kid shows that we watched when we were kids mm-hmm. and we grade them um, with adult eyes and see see if they are worth our time or not yeah and this week's and this month's episode is about the French animated television show Code Lyoko yes which was one of my favorite shows as a kid 
Um, and I got to introduce it to Evan. And if you want his take on the show, please go listen. I got some spicy takes on that he show. He does. And I'm biased through and through. So you should really <laughs> watch the show or listen to the show um, and see Evan's opinion on it. Yes. Because I thought it was a pretty good episode. Yeah. And if you want to find out more about our show, you can find us on Twitter at ReadBetweenCast. We're on Instagram at ReadBetweenCast. And if you want to send us any emails with suggestions of stories or feedback, anything like that, you can email us at ReadBetweenCast at gmail.com. Yeah. Other than that, I think it's time we uh, we get going. Yes. I think it's time we uh, we take off, get ourselves ready for, uh, for a fun week of content. Hashtag content. Every time he does that, he puts his... Um, fingers together to make a hashtag. hashtag so if you hear that tapping that's him doing hashtag content hashtag content oh, jesus <laughs> anyway um it's time to go yeah it's time to go thanks for listening yes thank we'll you we'll see you next week and if you're listening to nostalgia cops we will see you on friday yeah and if you're listening to blinking you'll miss it you'll see me on tuesday and then by the end of the week you're tired of us and don't want to listen to any of our <laughs> you won't anymore. want to listen next monday <laughs> but seriously make sure you tune in next week with a great episode with Elizabeth Wiggins. It's going to be a lot of fun. We shot, we recorded that a few weeks ago. Very much a lot of fun. So you guys are really going to enjoy it. So thanks for tuning in. We will talk to you guys soon. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Bye.